that's one thing cool to show people that if they've never if they just don't know anything about glass and you show them a piece of glass that just changes color in different lights and they're just like how the fuck is that happening <clears throat> and i wish i knew but i make them into bongs maybe i could guess you want me to guess how it happens and then someone could tell me how it actually happens we, we could make up science right now i gotta stretch i'm very sore oh so what i think happens oh god See how I'm gonna sound smart. Alright. So what I think is going on is inside the glass, alright? I think that there's different like crystal buildups or like basically the the chemical uh matrix or makeup of the actual glass refracts light differently depending on what spectrum goes through it. So just like our eyes, when we look up and see the sky's blue, that's because that's the way light is reflecting. Re oh, wow, almost, almost Aja. It was so close, dude. Bro, oh, so close to making that sound like I knew what I was talking about. We didn't light a joint last episode. We were smoking hash. Whew. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 51 of the podcast. If you're new to the podcast, essentially what this is is I sit down, sesh, and rant for about an hour. We talk about everything from life experience, small business owner, glass blowing, just a little bit of everything. Just a little inside look at Bear Mountain Studios. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter on bmsglass.com. That's the best way to stay up to date with everything Bear Mountain Studios, know about drops, giveaways, and everything else. And uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. It really does help. Even if you guys don't listen to the audio on the podcast app, if you want, it definitely helps to go over there and give us a positive review and leave a comment. And make sure you're following our Instagrams, Bear Mountain Studios, They Did It, and the WE Podcast. If you follow that WE Podcast Instagram, it's going to be the best way to keep up to date on the giveaway stuff for the WE Podcast specifically and uh, more like, uh, I guess, like direct videos relating to just podcast stuff. So I'm starting to post on there, starting to use it. Um, but yeah, I think that's all of our intro beginning stuff today and like, let's get chilling and hanging out. I'm smoking on a mix of uh, Dank Dough and Crescendo right now. It's really, really nice. The Dank Dough is kind of like that classic... Uh, cookie kind of OG flavor. It's like, you know, the stuff I like in the cookies, which is that buttery, salty, that really warm, cozy feeling. And then the crescendo is at least this cut of crescendo I got almost like classic soury OG. So the mix of the two is a nice little blend. Um, for the uh, hash on the table today, we have some banana OG. We have some papaya cake. Uh, we have some grease pie and some fatso. The fatso is the only thing on the table that's uh, BHO. The rest of them are solventless. And um, we got some really cool pieces on the table today too. We got this big Z piece right here that I'll talk about in a little bit. And then we have a, a few different Sunday sale pieces that I wanna show off and grateful the collectors let me have them on today's episode. Wow, feels really good to smoke a joy. It's my first smoke of the day, guys. It's like, I'm just trying to like, enjoy this shit and chill for a minute because my mornings start out, you know, 
you know, we're up and moving by 6, 30, 7 o'clock at the latest, getting that baby ready for school, get her all ready. Then I drop her off at like 7.30. Then I get to the gym, work out for an hour, and then I get here. So, so far this morning, it's just been running, running, running. And now I'm finally sitting. I'm having my coffee. And it's a new day because yesterday was fucked. That's okay, though. It was just one of those days, though. I made a post about it, talked about it. But it was just one of those days where it's like I woke up in the morning and my wife's like, hey, uh, the fridge is broken. It's all flooded. All the food's bad. Everything's, you know, my cat's insulin is in that fridge for his diabetes. It was a whole thing. Um, so then my wife's like, we got we got to, like, get someone here to fix it. I was like, we got to get a new fridge because it's going to be hard to get anyone here to fix it right now because everything's harder during the pandy. Everything takes longer. Everything's harder. It's just what it is. So... I was like, fuck it, I'll go get another fridge. But um, I was, I, I'm actually letting one of my employees right now use my other vehicle, which is an SUV, uh, because he doesn't have a car, he's been robbed at gunpoint, trying to walk home from work and stuff, so I'm just like, fucking take my car and use that, but it's the vehicle I use to kind of move bigger stuff around. So of course, you know, I have to hit him up and be like, dude, where are you? Like, are you, what time are you gonna be at work today? So I can come grab the car so I can go get a fridge. And, um, but also too, two weeks ago, I gave away my backup fridge to a friend that needed it. So I had a car and I had a backup fridge. So yesterday didn't even need to happen, but I'm too nice. And I just give shit to people if someone needs something, but that's what we're supposed to do. My trainer told me not to get too hung up on that stuff just because it is what it is. You can't control life. And my wife was like, hey, this is why we can't let people use our vehicles, this or that. I'm like, we couldn't have planned. We couldn't have planned for the fridge breaking down. It's life, what are we gonna do? You know, so instead of me freaking out and calling everyone, being mad and taking the vehicle away from my employee that definitely needs it, I just sucked it up and went and got another fridge and figured it out. And what a day. You know, it's it's funny growing up and doing construction and everything I did, I did a lot of things by myself where the foreman would be like, hey, go move this and this needs to be put in the basement. This needs to be put there and you have to do it by yourself and figure it out. I learned a lot from all that just because... Instead of seeing a problem, being like, well, fuck, I got to find a friend to help me do this and fix this. I just fucking, I'm like, I'm going. Here we go. One foot in front of the other. Let's just fucking get it. And I was stoked. I was able to get that big-ass fridge in the house, down into the basement, and all set. Oh, yeah, because I had to put the fridge in the basement because there's no room to put it in the kitchen where our dead fridge is because we have a company that's going to come and put another new fridge in. So it's just just one of those things. And I really didn't want to start today's episode complaining about a fridge, but there was a point to this whole thing. And I will try to get there. But it's days like that that I was like, I was proud of myself and I could see my growth over the last four years. Because even four years ago, it would have been like, first me and my wife would have screamed and had a meltdown for like an hour. And then we would have smoked, calmed down, be like, okay, now we have to resolve the situation. We can't just keep freaking out like because nothing's changing. We actually have to solve this now. And nowadays, it's like I'm skipping a lot of that bullshit, and I'm just immediately just going to solve it. And it's one of those things that's like uh, something you have to learn and teach yourself to do. But once you figure it out, it's hard to learn how to do it because you got to like, like holding back your natural reaction is the hardest thing. Like when someone says, fuck you, you want to say fuck you back so bad. And if you, you don't, like that's almost the same thing as like when a bad thing happens and you naturally want to freak out and have a meltdown first. Stopping yourself from doing that is really challenging for, at least for me, it was for years until now I'm at a point where it's become second nature because I've, it's a learned behavior. I'm teaching myself how to react in certain situations because I grew up, you know, just having meltdowns, just letting my emotions get the best of me, but no more. At least I say that. If I didn't have hash, I would have had a meltdown.
for sure. Because it's weird, like, I need fucking weed. All humans need something. Some people choose alcohol, some have weed, some people choose religion. But whatever it is, we're all human, so we need something to keep us, to take the edge off or to calm us down, you know. I, uh, my choice is cannabis, munawana, weeds, whatever you want to call it. Mm. This joint this morning is hit the spot. I haven't smoked a joint in a minute. Me and the wife have been smoking a lot of hash lately. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like a stress thing or what. Because I feel like when we're smoking joints, we're chilling. When we're smoking hash, we're like, get a quick dab in and get right back to work. We're just going, going, going. <coughs> it's nice to have the variety, I would say, though. Because there's days I'm so stressed, it's almost like the weed isn't enough. Like I need something hitting a little heavier. Something to just smack me across the face with some tarps and straighten my shit out. But yeah, it's, uh, again, the weeks are wild, man. They're like, oh, they come in waves. It's like one day you're like on top, next day you're down, and you just ride those waves. In my head, I want everything to stay one consistent baseline. That's just like, this is how life is. But I'll get that for a week or two, and then like real life starts hitting again, the waves, you know? I try to live in this delusion of keeping everything sane and calm, but that's not the place we live in. It's not the world we live in. Oh, it's crazy being human. This weed is really hitting because I'm thinking about some existential life shit that is way too early for the first 10 minutes of today's episode. Mm-mm. But we're here. Going on my first like real family vacation here soon. Taking my kiddo on a vacation. Pretty forced uh, because we tried to reschedule it because we're not ready to go on a vacation. We're still trying to get ready to pay taxes and crushing and shit, but we have this like timeshare that we were given as a gift that um, I have to pay for each year and you have a certain week you have to go and you have to pay for it or you lose it. And it's been in my family for like 30 years. So I like have to do it and they wouldn't let us change the week. So basically it's like, Oh, pay a thousand bucks and just don't use it. So basically just spend a thousand dollars with nothing, no return and just leave the condo empty or you go. So we're going, um, and I have horrible anxiety about going on vacation. I don't, vacation me my comfy place is just being in the studio working and producing going a thousand miles away and sitting somewhere for a week sounds terrifying to me because i'm going to sit there and be like did my house burn down is is everything okay or i should be working i gotta make this what if next week the world ends and i didn't make enough money the week before to pay for the world ending you know craziness but I'm trying to find a way to calm down and be normal so I can go on vacation and be like a normal dad and like have fun on vacation with my family and actually enjoy it and be present. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, having, I'm having trouble with it. But I think I'm going to go and just fucking do it. But I want to go and be fun for everyone. I don't want to just be there and be like, okay, I'm here. I'm doing it. This is what you wanted, right? Like I actually want to go there and have, a, have fun and make memories and try to be, be normal. That's weird. Someone talking about trying to be normal. You know, that's uh, overthinking at its finest. That's one thing I'm working on lately, too, is overthinking. My dad and people tell me, like, dude, you think, like, way too deep, like, overthinking. And I really am. I think a lot of the <clears throat> anxieties and stuff I feel day to day are just habits of overthinking and getting trapped in 
thought patterns that actually aren't reality. It's just my perception of what could happen and that's what not what is actually happening. But I'm trying to figure all this shit out before my kid gets older and she starts realizing I'm crazy, you know? Before, for the last couple of years, I've been just trying to get lose weight and get in shape so she doesn't realize her dad's fat. And I'm working towards that. It's getting better. Now i got to figure out the crazy thing. You know, we all got to work on ourselves. That way we can be better for the people around us so we can get through this planet and through this existence in one, you know, hopefully a positive experience, not so much negative. But... Yeah, so maybe we should take dabs because this weed is really throwing me off this morning. It's kind of making me think about way too much. Mm. Is this glass on the table? Is this a glass blowing podcast? Nope, but I blow glass. All right, let's look at this guy first. I can't smoke the big Z piece because that's for a show. It's not like pieces that are going to a shop that are being sold through a store and all that stuff. I, I can't smoke those. Like if someone buys a piece from me and was like, Hey dude, will you have it on the podcast or, um, take a dab out of it for me. Different situation. Um, as much as I'd love to smoke that big Z piece. Cause Oh my God, the, the way it, the function, the way it feels, the size of it, the rumble, we'll talk about it more in a minute, but let's look at this guy. <clears throat> so this is a colorway that I'm shocked that we haven't done yet. Uh, when we got the newest batch of Plant Fibian in, I, I told Cormac, I was like, dude, we got to do that watermelon fade. Plant Fibian Telemagenta. And uh, boy, oh boy, did it really come together. I absolutely love the way these colors complement each other. It's so juicy and like fresh looking. I actually had uh, my barber the other day ask me, like, uh, he's like, man, I see all the bright colors on your page and everything. Like, what, what, in, what inspires you to do those colors, this or that? And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, well, like you're talking to me like I'm an artist, bro. But I kind of just like colors. But I explained it to him that like, for me, I love terps and flavor, like flavor and terps, like everything, like good food is terps. Like you eat a good meal, that's terps. Like everything is terps, a good drink, flavor. I love it. And I believe that color is the terps of your eyes. It's the, the optical terps. It's the it's the flavors of vision and I love mixing and having all these different colors and doing bright colors because I want to experience and absorb all these different hues and shades and fades. And I like to put them into, you know, these designs I have in my head and create them and do like this, like an actual physical object, not just a uh, dream or a idea. So that's what I told him. I could have just been like, yeah, bro, we got some new color in. It was dope. I was like, put that one with that one. It looks sick like a watermelon. You know, like I said, we've talked about it every fucking episode, but you can over-romanticize almost anything just to sound like you're cool or something. It's fun to do. Try it out. Um, let's take a dab on this thing, though. This is a triple-double, and this one's actually going over to the UK. We have an awesome collector group that's over in the UK that are it's pretty big. I honestly think that I could do Sunday sales and just sell pieces to the UK. Like, I wouldn't even have to sell them in the States. Like, we have, like, enough people over in the UK that like want to collect now, which is, which is really cool to just like, see, like as someone that grew up in a little farm town, they would just fucking stare out into open fields and hope a car drove by soon. So you could be like, well, maybe it's a friend. And then like, I grew up in a place that I just didn't think I was going to go anywhere. I was like, here I am. I just like live here. And to see my glass traveling the world and going places and being used in different like groups and at places and just traveling farther than I ever will probably. Uh, for me as a kid that grew up in a farm town on 40 acres of land, just like middle nowhere, like I, it's really, uh, really cool. 
to see how far the glass has traveled. I hope I can catch up to it someday, but probably, probably never because this shit is all over the place. I want to get a map in the studio here so we can put pins like in each country that the RBRs are in. Try to get them all over the place. We're in a lot of different countries right now, which is, I'm like, what do you like? Like what hash are these people getting? Are they getting it shipped from the US? Are they making stuff? Like, cause these, these folks overseas are buying like, like this is a really high end, expensive, nice piece I make. This isn't like an introductory like piece at all. Like this is like a commitment. This is like, Hey, I believe in your art, Evan. I'm going to fucking buy this nice piece and support you. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's really cool to see the collector groups over there building up in that way where like they're getting more, hopefully more access to quality, like hash and stuff. And they're getting more access to glass and all these things. Um, it's just really cool to see our counterculture kind of spreading across the globe. It's pretty cool. Okay, I didn't clean this now super good the last dab I took um, last night, so I was just kind of getting that pre-clean before we warm up for an like, actual dab. And this is full crushed opal too. You can't really see in the uh, the video just because it's just how it is. Crushed opal is kind of like hard to see unless you're looking at it in person. Tough to capture on camera. But this is a full crushed opal piece too. That's that's one thing I love about like when we're mixing colors, we're not just like, oh, we're going to just mix these colors. I'm like, let's mix those colors and then let's cover the whole thing in opal. Let's Because I feel like the opal almost fuses the two colors together even more because the two colors are faded. But then if you put another layer over both those colors, it's the exact same. There's no fade in it. It kind of makes them all one even more. That sparkles just nice and uh, consistent throughout the piece with the fade behind it. I mean, like, seriously, like, six, seven years ago, I never would have thought I'd be mixing colors like this. I remember when I first started how hard it was to even, like, get color prepped up to even try to shape something. I was like, fuck, I'm never going to be able to use color. And nowadays, it's like we use so much color. We use so many different colors faded. I mean, our color palette is huge at Bear Mountain Studios, the amount of stuff we've put out. And I know that I've made everything, but I say we. I can't help it. My wife has helped me since day one. Cormac's been here almost three years. Uh, Keymaster's been here over a year. So everyone helps in their own way. It's not just about finishing pieces, but it's also about just like helping with all the other things that are happening around the studio so that I can keep, you know, completing work and finishing pieces. Oh my God, I love my new mug so much. It's like so official. It's like, it's, it's funny, the stupid things that like I like and I'm into, a, a coffee mug. I'm like stoked to have my company coffee mug. It makes me feel like I'm doing things. I'm like, you're doing things. You got a fucking mug with your name on it, bro. You're doing something, you know? I remind myself when I look at it, like, yeah, you're doing things. What's that, a, what's that a mug with your name on it? Yeah, big things, but I'm stoked on it. Works really good too. I've already had like my trainer and a few other people that have just seen me bring it to the gym and stuff like, what company is that? And I'm like, bro, that's my company, dude. It's my coffee mug. Want one? It's just been hooking people up with them. My wife's like, you're giving away all our mugs. I'm like, I can't help it. Everybody needs one. I don't like taking money from people. That's why she runs that side of the business. Cause like I said, like four years ago, I was just giving, I was, Someone would hit me up be like, dude, like, I can't afford your work, but like, it's my favorite work. And I'd be like, what can you afford? What's your price range, bro? And they'd be like, 300 bucks, 200 bucks. I'd be like, I'll just make something for that price range for you. I used to be able to do that. 
you know, things change as you get busier and product comes in demand and you have to supply a demand. And as much as I'm just like a normal, like person, like a dad, a husband, like a craftsman, like I'm also trying to put off the perception that Bear Mountain Studios is this big company. So I'm trying to fill consistent orders and having things go out consistently and look bigger than we really are because we're little. We're like this little fucking entity. We're, we're nothing, but our dreams are big, you know? So we keep trying and this, this podcast though has seriously changed the game with like the connection I have with like some people and in our industry and stuff. I know it's like super tiny and small right now, but it's like, I already can see like the, what it is, is the messages I'm getting. The emails and messages I'm getting are so much different than stuff I was getting a year ago or two years ago. I mean, you know, I think a lot of us are definitely on the same wavelength and like connecting through this platform it's different than instagram we're on here chilling i know there's a handful of you folks that watch each each sunday and you let me know and i appreciate it i love because the uh, podcast is set to just like come out sunday morning so i love like waking up in the morning and like seeing it's already up and people are already like you know talking on there or liking it and watching it because no matter what i always feel super vulnerable and like uncomfortable posting these it doesn't matter talk to anyone that makes podcasts 99 percent of them are gonna be like oh dude i always feel like fuck what did i say or like did i say too much or did like i show how stupid i really am like you know who knows like it's just it's weird but at the end of the day every time podcast day comes here i'm just excited it doesn't even matter it's nice to have something to do, something that you're a little uncomfortable doing. It's why I started doing jujitsu when I did years ago. Um, I haven't done it since the pandemic started, but um, I started it because I was like, I want to do something that's like really uncomfortable. Like I don't like hugging people, so I, and I definitely don't want to roll around on the ground. So I was like, what if I get sweaty and hug strangers and roll around on the ground? That sounds really terrible. And I did it. I, when I went into jujitsu, I never was going into it to be like, I want to be good at beating someone up. I literally went in there to beat myself up there. And that's what my trainer saw. And he like literally talked to me one time. He's like, hey, man, are you like trying to get good? Or are you just coming here to get your ass kicked? Like, what's the deal? This is before my daughter got here, too, when I was doing that shit. Just because I was like, I need to know what I'm capable of. I need to work till four in the morning, go to jujitsu at 6 a.m. on two hours of sleep and just get beat up for an hour and then get back to work and do it all over again seven days a week. And if I do that and don't die, then I'll be capable of taking care of a family. And I didn't die. I made it. So now I feel capable right now because I've smoked enough. But tomorrow morning when I wake up and I'm not stoned, I'll have an anxiety attack. I'm like, I'm not capable. I can't do it. <laughs> but we like life is fucking waves too, guys. I mean, just being being a human is fucking being uh, a sentient being that's aware of your immortality and aware of everything. Around, like just aware of what's going on around you is it's insanity. We haven't taken a dab on this piece yet. We talked about it briefly, but again, more shit popped through there that was uh, had nothing to do with glass or anything. Uh, but yeah, I've been getting a lot more um, messages lately that are just like a lot different than what I had been getting. And I've had like people reach out and ask as far as like, oh, man, how are you staying motivated? Or I've even had people reaching out asking like, uh, hey, I've been blowing glass for like a year now. And like, I see a lot of people say how hard this is. And I see people that I really look up to struggling. Like, is this like a real career path? Can I pay my bills doing this? Oh, that's hurt me. Okay. It wasn't dead. See, I just can't click shit. And I'm, I'm just going to talk about it on here. Cause I can't DM everyone back. 
and um, get into this like tech like texting doesn't work for me I can't I can't make my point as well as I can just talking um, but yeah you can definitely make a living doing this you can you can make doctor money being a glass blower um, but there's a lot a lot involved and in the beginning if the main thing you're worrying about is if, is this going to be a successful career? First thing I would say is you're responsible and smart to think about those things. Um, let me get this dab in real quick, and then we'll we'll keep talking about that shit because it's important. Um, oh, carb cap. Whoa. <coughs> That was a 488 temperature for anyone that wanted to know. <coughs> with these, with these rubies, they hold a lot more heat. You can go like lower temp, and it's still a really intense dab. God, all of these triple doubles sound different when they drain. They're all a little different. Oh, man, I love the function on this one, though. Make sure all the smoke's out there. Okay. Whoa. Okay. Okay. <coughs> Fuck. <coughs> yes, you can make a living being a glass blower. And yes, you can be successful and possibly wealthy being a glass blower. But like anything, the amount of work you have to put in is astronomical. What's even crazier is there is definitely luck involved. Um, we've talked about this before, but again, we've done 51 episodes, so let's hit it again. Um, you, I can tell you to grind 24-7, and you'll make money for sure. There's no way you wouldn't make money if you actually were honestly working 16 hours a day and giving it your best. You'd make money doing anything at that pace. That pace is not something you can maintain for your whole life. So... I would say that with glass blowing, like anything, you can put all the legwork in, but there's parts of it that's luck involved. There absolutely is. I mean, maybe I got lucky I started the year I started, you know? Even if I had, like, the work ethic and all these things, like, there had to have been a few things that happened that were like, wow, how convenient that that happened at this time. You know what I mean? Like, if I was starting right now, there, like when I was starting, there was like no recyclers. There was like three recyclers out when I started back in 2013. There just wasn't recyclers and there really wasn't anyone producing them in a way where they were available all the time, you know? And I loved the, I thought recyclers were just the coolest thing, being able to control the mechanics of water and making a vortex and all this shit. I just thought it was so cool. So I started at a time where I thought I saw a product that I really thought was cool, that there was tons of open room and opportunity to make stuff there still is nowadays but what i'm saying is if i were to start blowing less right now making recyclers right now there's a lot more recyclers available now there's a lot more going on so maybe i got lucky that i started at a time where there was less available recyclers so i was able to sell recyclers you know i don't know i'm not trying to belittle what I've done working until three, four in the morning for years on end, I'm not doing it so much anymore. I only work to three or four in the morning, maybe once a week, twice a week now. I do not do that a lot anymore because I, even if I'm like still happy and functional the next day, I start 
I really notice how bad I feel now because I've actually started getting healthier and feeling good. Now I notice what it's like to feel bad. And when I work like that, I'm like, well, I felt like this for years, like a constant headache, always dizzy. Like I just like, I was just a zombie for like years. Like you, I see posts pop up on my like timeline thing on Instagram being like four years ago today. And I see what I looked like. And I was like, Oh my God, I was, I was somewhere else. I was like living in this, just a dark place, just working. I was just so, so driven. You know, it's in the beginning too. I had, I had, uh, you know, in the beginning when I first started, I had someone that I looked up to that like showed me a couple things and like we had a falling out and then, you know, I was told I wouldn't be able to do this. And literally that was the greatest thing anyone could have ever said to me was telling me what I couldn't do. Oh my God. If you would have told me, dude, you're going to be so successful at this. You're going to kill it at glass blowing. I probably wouldn't have been done good. I would probably would have failed. I don't know. I wonder, sometimes I wonder if it's like the people who want to see you fail are the ones that motivate you to succeed. So at the end of the day, do you thank the haters? Do you thank the person that didn't believe in you? Or do you thank the people that believe in you? Or do you thank just everyone? Everyone had their impact on your success. You know, no one's successful on their own. It's just not what it is. Even if you did all the work by yourself, there's still some motivator, some person that interacted with you. The only way I could understand that someone was successful all by themselves is they were born on a desert island by themselves, a deserted island. Is it, what is it? Does anyone know? Deserted or desert? See, I, no. D des desert? Deserted. Okay, perfect. So when I think of deserted, I think of someone that just got a bunch of desserts thrown at them. Like, you've just been deserted, bro. Um, okay, but <clears throat> you put someone on a deserted island, all right? And then there's no humans there, and they're somehow successful. They create a language. They come out. That's how they did it by themselves. But realistically, humans, we all require each other's help. So no one did it by themselves. Everyone did it with some sort of influence, help, whether it be negative or positive. So my point is, if someone out there right now, if you're working hard and people are telling you you're not going to be able to do it, use that as motivation. Just use it as fuel. To me, it got me so motivated. I was like, oh boy. I was like, I'm going to show these, these kiddos who's not going to do what. And I just fucking worked more than they wanted to. I worked so much that it was like, I clearly wanted it more and I wanted to prove it to them that I, that, and everyone that was like, maybe didn't see the vision. I wanted to prove to them that no matter what, I'm crazy enough that I want it more. I want it so bad that when you're at the movies, when you're on a vacation, when you're sleeping, I will still be behind the torch working because I'm insane. But sometimes insanity pays off, you know, it's crazy. Let's talk about some other glass. <laughs> okay. Uh, Let's talk about this big Z piece and then we'll take more dabs. I can't dab on this one though. <coughs> I wanted to smoke this piece, but I need a 14 mil now. Has this one got water in it? No. Wouldn't even be able to see it anyways. Fuck it. All right. Working through things on a podcast. We will not edit this out. You guys just to watch me think, talk. It's happening. Okay. So... Big Z has a birthday show coming up March 5th at Greenhouse Smoke Shop. 
Uh, Big Z hit me up back in November of 2020 and was like, hey, dude, hit me up way ahead of time because he knew. He's like, if I don't hit up Evan like way ahead of time, like this might not happen. And it's almost didn't happen. Literally, the show was supposed to be the 27th. And I, I wonder if they moved it to March 5th because of me. I don't know. I'm a little behind. Uh, but it's what it is. I'm really stoked on this piece, how it turned out, though. They had some requests. They had seen I did a piece similar to this before with the, uh, it's a triple double. This is a 10 millimeter triple double, but instead of the drain, like on this triple double, that has this kick out like that. This one has, it like loops around the opal and goes into, uh, the drain right here. Um, and I'll show how that function, how it's a little different. I'll pull on this piece and show it. We'll talk about it a little more. One thing I really like about these bigger pieces from a, uh, just like an art perspective is that I love how big of a space section you can get with these bigger pieces. I don't have to cut up big Z's sections. Usually big Z will send you a section of prep and you cut it up into a bunch of small sections and you lay it into the piece. And, um, then it's almost like you lose a little bit of that full sky. And what I like about these bigger pieces is when I put a huge section like that, like you're seeing the full sky, like you're seeing all the different like nebulas and clusters of like clouds in space and I don't know at least that's just like my perspective why I like some of the bigger pieces I've done a bunch of different pieces with Big Z with tons of cut up space sections um, so I'm not like against that I've done it um, I just think it's kind of cool to see a full section of that space not chopped down so you can see all that the full sky uh, and this uh the double drains like this there seem to be just even more aggressive like Bane my guy Okay. Because the water's coming down, like it doesn't go out and around. It's like coming straight down into this drain. So they uh, have a bit more of an aggressive drain. Uh, and I'll pull on this thing real quick. I just gotta move my mic. And I'll leave it facing like this too, so you guys can kind of see the full thing. Do you need me to go either way, Aja? Like this way at all? Okay. Let's put it like that. Uh, see, this is why I wonder if I'll ever get sick of glass blowing. I, I love fucking spinning water. This is what I like about glass. Some people love sculpting and some people love making incredible marbles with layers and, um, just all different shit. I am obsessed with just making water spin. I don't know why it's so fun to me. I don't know why it is though. It's even cooler when you like build it too. Like you make the whole thing. It's just... So much cooler than shit I used to build with Legos. Couldn't get high through my Legos. Also, I was a baby, so I wasn't really getting high. But either way, this is a pretty cool piece. I'm really stoked on it. The colors we I used on this are Lucid. And Lucid's a CFL color from North Star. And the shift, it goes from a violet to moonstone. So it's really cool. This is the in-between shift, so it looks a little moonstone-y, a little violet. Uh, depends on what um, perspective you're seeing it. Depends how the light's hitting it. Uh, CFL color is really cool in that way where if you have a couple different uh, light sources it can create like the mid shift where you see kind of a little bit of both colors CFL glass is so trippy too and that's one thing cool to show people that if they've never if they just don't know anything about glass and you show them a piece of glass it just changes color in different lights and they're just like how the fuck is that happening <clears throat> and I wish I knew but I make them into bongs maybe I could guess 
You want me to guess how it happens? And then someone could tell me how it actually happens. We, we could make up science right now. I gotta stretch. I'm very sore. Oh, so what I think happens. Oh God. Okay. Let's see how I'm going to sound smart. All right. So what I think is going on is inside the glass. All right. I think that there's different like crystal buildups or like basically the, the chemical uh, matrix or makeup of the actual glass refracts light differently depending on what spectrum goes through it. So just like our eyes, when we look up and see the sky's blue, that's because that's the way light is reflecting. Ref oh, wow, almost, almost Aja. It was so close, dude, bro. Oh, so close to making that sound like I knew what I was talking about. But I really think it's, it really depends on the way the glass is absorbing that spectrum of light based on what type of like, you know, that chemical like crystal matrix inside the glass. So I think that's how CFL glass works. I don't think it's like anything more than just the way the light is being absorbed into the glass and our light and our eyes are perceiving that shade of color. I was listening to this podcast the other day where they were saying that uh, people with blue eyes specifically, if our sun disappeared, like if our, our skies went black, like we, if our, if our atmosphere, not even so much if the sun disappeared, if our atmosphere was just basically went black and we just saw the night sky, like we just didn't really have an atmosphere. People with blue eyes, their eyes would just be like black. Like their eye shade is based on like the way lights reflecting through our own atmosphere. Like our eyes are blue because the sky's blue, but people with like green or brown eyes, their eyes would just, if they were green, they would just go fully brown. And if they were brown, they would just stay brown because they have uh, melatonin in the eyes. I think that's what it is. It makes eyes like the shades of hazel, green, and brown. And then blue eyes would just almost, they're essentially just like white, but they absorb light and react in a certain way. I don't know. Look it up. It's probably wrong. But how cool would it be if it was right? You know, that's cool. It's cool to feel special. Sometimes I hear things like that and I'm like, I'm special. Like the time I heard that Tesla said that all the answers in the universe can be found in 369, which is vortex math. And I make vortexes for a living. And my birthday is 369. And I live in Colorado Springs where he had his Tesla tower. Cause this is the same like electromagnetic field as the Giza plateau. Whoa. And then I was like, I'm special today. Looks like I'm eating some ice cream. But then I had a bad day and felt less special. That's usually how it goes in natural progression, but it's fun to feel special, isn't it? If only for a minute. Should we smoke more hash? <laughs> I mean, I don't even know at this point. Yeah, I was just going, yeah, more hash. I want to smoke this piece really bad. I need to grab a 14 mil nail or a converter. Will you give me that clear piece that's on the table right there, that double diffused? I think I got a 10 mil converter chilling in there. Yeah, thanks, Aja. Appreciate you. Let's see if this 10 mil converter fits in here. It should. Yeah, perfect. Okay, now I can smoke it. Hope you guys are having a good day, though. It's been nice to just chill and vent and talk a little bit. Just talk about what's on my mind, because usually I'm just either talking to my trainer or bothering my wife. So it's nice to nice to talk to someone else. Which one? Someone else. I mean, this camera and Aisha. Aisha's just stuck with me. Oh, goodness. That's good. That's good coffee today. God. 
yesterday was so bad that today feels so good, you know? It's like, if you ever had a really bad, like, trip, I mean, no trip's bad. Uh, how about this? Have you ever had a trip where you really learned a lot um, and you took a lot of mushrooms or a lot of LSD? I would just say mushrooms specifically because they're more emotional. Have you ever had a really emotional trip and I'm not talking on a boat uh, and then the next day you wake up and the way you feel, and this might just be my experience, but I feel like I survived a fucking death camp and like everything's better. The sky's brighter. Everything's fine now. I'm good to go. I can even jump higher when I skateboard after I've tripped really hard the next day. I don't know why that is, but I can. And man, there's something about it. You just learn a lot and you just, it's real emotional. I don't know what my point was though, but fuck it's, we're talking about it. So this piece right here has a story. <clears throat> boy, oh boy. Absolutely love, love how it turned out. This piece took four tries. I lost, the material cost alone that I lost is more than this piece sold for. We'll just say that. So, is what it is. Um, the most important part is the battle was won. It's not what it costs, right? Because that's what we tell ourselves. But yeah, it's a full crushed opal and it's terps and galaxy and the terps is double layered with terps so the core is terps and the sleeve is terps and the crushed opals in between so there's no clear on there it's just full color super juicy then the galaxy's full crushed opal and it actually has a galaxy crushed opal perk and that's where the problem was that's what kept breaking the piece the first one i did i made this beautiful galaxy perk i dropped it in and when the perk touched the bottom of the can the can exploded and I was like, sick, two, two days of work, sick, awesome. Cause these perks, you can't make them, you have to make them one day, cool them in a kiln, then take them out the next day, cut them and then rewarm them up. So it's like a process to get one made and they're full crushed opal and they're handmade doer with like, it's just a, it's just a lot of work. To, like if, if like I have people that are like, dude, like you should do all colored perks on everything. And I'm, I'm like, dude, then I'd make four pieces a week. Like, and then everyone would be pissed. Like I'm already not getting enough workout. So like I can only do the colored ones on ones that are people are willing to pay for them. Cause it's definitely more expensive to do those colored perks. The amount of just like work that goes into them. And, um, it's not that it's uh, like, I I've done colored perks. Like my whole like glass blowing career, it's this colored doer. And here's what I'll say. There's glass blowers that may listen to this and be like, dude, doers are easy. Doers are not easy for me. Everyone has things that are easier and harder for them. So this challenges me at times. I make them perfect, clean, whatever, but they love to like do weird, funky shit. Like they'll check this thing or like they'll check or whatever, like crack, like shit happens. Over the years, as I get better and better at glass blowing, those will get easier for me and you'll probably see a lot more of them. But I'm learning every day. I'm at year eight. Like I don't go out there and I, hopefully I don't project like I know everything. I am just learning and I'm grateful for all the people that support me through my whole progression. It's pretty damn cool. I said it to my employee the other day. I looked at him and like, after like I just talked to a customer and I'm like, dude, I don't know what like I did to like deserve like all these like super nice people that just like, just 
support and just the way it all he's like dude it's like i don't know either he's so funny cormax just matter of fact i don't know either man (laughs) no i don't know what he said um i would like to have him on here sometime i just don't know how it would go (coughs) um but yeah because then we have to work together the rest of the day and it's like i mean we could essentially have a conversation like we always do but i don't know if you guys want to hear our conversations uh but yeah like i i don't know it's just grateful i don't know what i did to Maybe I didn't do anything. I maybe I'm I'm wording that wrong because that sounds weird. I would say uh, I'm lucky that I have the type of people supporting me that I do. It's a lot of people. Obviously, there's there's negativity. Anyone has that. I try not to get hung up on that though. I just can't believe the overwhelming support and positivity from the people in the community that support us. It's really uh really cool. I don't mean to talk about that shit so much and get emotional and stuff, but it's, here's what it is. My, I really, I mean what I say, my words, that's why shit gets emotional. That's why it gets deep sometimes because it sometimes, sometimes because it's just, I'm just saying what I mean. I don't know. I'm really, I haven't even taken the stab yet, dude. Like I don't really feel that high, but I feel stupid today. You ever just feel dumb? I think that's what I'm ha- is what's happening today. I'm having a difficult time like using gra- like words properly. I can't even I'm excited to be here though. We're here. We're doing it. But I feel dumb today. You can clip that and then see a guy just smoking hash like I feel dumb just <sighs> taking a dab cough and I feel stupid today and just yeah, dude, you're fucking doing drugs, bro. Look pretty dumb. Dare to be different. You guys remember the Dare program? I went to Catholic school, suit and tie, and we always had that fucking tiger coming through, trying to scare us away from drugs. My dad always made the joke, and he even made this joke when I was a little kid, like that, like Tony, like that tiger made him want to do more drugs. I'm like, Dad, I don't understand. I'm gonna look at my kid. What do you mean he makes you want to do more drugs? But then, I think I can see it as an adult. You know, you see this guy jumping around. It's like, I don't know, man. Maybe we should just go smoke some weed. This looks pretty lame. I'm going to smoke my last bit of uh, fatso right here. This is some green dot, some BHO. But it's so fire, you really can't even call it BHO. When I think BHO, I think of like something from back in 2010 to 2013 that was in a mason jar and it's black or dark brown, pretty gross. This stuff is like artisan hydrocarbon extract. Probably said that wrong. Doesn't matter though. Cause I'll learn. Someone will correct me. Like I like, I call terp slurp terp slurpers terp slurps the nails. Oh my god! I can't turn this fucking thing on. I ate some food before I did this one today, and I feel way fucking better. The first time in like three weeks, I ate something before a podcast after I worked out, and I literally I feel so much better. I'm not all shaky. I feel stupid though. Four forty ain't gonna work. I want a little more heat than that. But yeah, this piece took like four tries, a real challenge, but I'm grateful to see her sitting here. I'm just finishing up the drop down for her. Man, like this is all stuff that I'm trying to get caught up on from fucking last year. It's so crazy. So fucking crazy. I'm just about caught up on some of these loose ends though, but then more loose ends will pop up. It's just the nature of things. Okay, I'm dropping this one in at 500. 
Taking it a little bit, a little bit warmer. See that starts at the flow. But I started inhaling that dab. I was like, <laughs> like the fucking terps were <coughs> potent. <coughs> wow. It's like the terps hit your sinuses or something. It's not like a hot dab or a harsh thing at all. Like that was smooth as fuck. This piece is super smooth. Wow. Um, it's more just the potency of the terpenes itself just hit your sinuses when you start inhaling that. <coughs> wow. That was fire. Wow, this piece is really nice. That was the first dab and I haven't smoked it at all. It's going to my my boy John Eddie. So I know it's cool if I take a dab offer. Um, and man, flavor on that. Fatso, so good. I love Terps. The color, that is. I remember when that color came out, CFL orange to yellow. God. So it's so weird. I still feel like an outcast and a new guy in the glass blowing industry. But then when I think about stuff like when Terps dropped or Serum, I remember when Blue Dream and Haterade came out for the first time. And I'm like, whoa, dude, like you actually been here a minute, like eight, eight years now. Just about eight years. In April will be eight years since I got my torch, but I had been looking at stuff beginning of 2013, end of 2012. I was looking into things. And yeah, so it's just been eight, the last eight years of my life, just kind of just looking and wanting to be part of this industry and just trying to find my place in it. It's really, uh, it's crazy. Eight years sounds like a long time, but at the same time, it doesn't. Well, time's weird. And that dab really made see brought us right back to maybe it's the type of terps that bring me back to different accident that existential like thoughts and shit. It's like the OGs do it. I was smoking really gassy OGs, and then I took a dab of the papaya, and that's like really fruity. So I got like really fun. I was like, oh, we're just having fun now. And then I just took a dab of some of that fucking fat, so it was just straight gas, and I'm back to like, well, we're deep again. I think we just watched like indica to sativa shifts, you know, maybe. I could be overthinking that too, though. Sweet. Damn, we're crushing, guys. We still got a couple more pieces to show before we end this episode. Let's pull up uh, this guy right here. This was, I think, everybody's favorite from this past Sunday sale right here. <coughs> uh, the colors on this are pink slime and experimental green fade, full crushed opal. Pink slime faded with experimental green is incredible. And I think you're going to see more people doing it. It creates such cool, like, hues and shades. Like, it's like a... Oh, my God. I don't even, like... Okay. The only way I can describe it, it's like a negative color of something I've seen before. Let me look at it and think here. This, it's, like, it's like the evil version of amber purple. It's because it strikes with all these crazy greens, blues, pinks, purples, but it has these like dark black hues too. It's just like some deep space. Like, I don't even know. 
some people saw it and they're like, oh, is that a big Z collab? And I was like, this one's not. This is, And there's no silver in this at all. This is just straight color and crushed opal. No fuming or anything. This is just blended color and manipulated in a certain way. But um, it really created a real, like, spacey, cool look. And, like, I wish you guys could see this in person because when you look at the drain in person, like, the colors you're seeing in there and, like, the, like, they look they all look like they're like gases though it doesn't look like it's a solid piece of color it looks like you're looking through like layers of fume and gas and just like clouds of you know i don't even know it's it's just really unique and um this is the same color i used on the mini tube that or the the flower tube i had on a couple episodes that i made for my friend um we're pretty obsessed with this right now so we're gonna keep messing with it and tweaking it and uh I think in the coming years, like, man, we are going to have some of the most unique combinations because once we get this color palette dialed, then it's like we start doing like cool and calmo stuff with all the like we'll be like, oh, let's do blue raz and we'll like and calmo it with the, you know, the crushed opal, like pink slime, experimental green, like we'll just so much we could do. You know what? Now I'm getting that like shaky, excited thing again. I think I'm hyped up. I think the adrenaline's gone. That's what it is. Or it's starting to get cold eyes. I don't know, dude. There's like a cold front blowing into Colorado right now again, and I'm not stoked. Not stoked for it to be cold again. It's warm the last couple of days. <sighs> when it's cold, <clears throat> we it just gets expensive because we we run our, our the heaters we run are just not very efficient, but they work for now. It's always weird. You build a studio in like whatever space you have available. You know, you make it work. You make it work for you. Try to make it nice. But there's always little things that you have to change. You have to change your plan a little bit or this doesn't work quite right because of the building. I mean, it's any business you have or anything you're doing like that. If you're a grower, you run into it all the time. I mean, you know that like more than anybody, how much you have to be like, oh, uh, this isn't going to fit here. There's not enough amperage or we need a vent here or it's getting too hot in this corner. How do we change that? Like, there's just, you always have to change your plan. But we're starting to get this studio dialed in out here. By next winter, we'll have climate control out here before the fall. Working on getting that done over the summer. But man, all right. Anything else we have to look at over here? Man, no. I think we're good. I think I want to dab on this thing though, kind of. <clears throat> I'm sure I'm sure the homie will be cool. This is another one that's going to a different country. I'm just going to steal some water from this one. Hey. This is great. I think that's good. Throw a nail on there and pull on it and check it out. All right. Damn, such a cool piece. Super stoked on this one. Oh, no, we need more water. I'll steal some from this one now. Making a mess. This is fun. It's like we're doing, like, arts and crafts. Something. Oh, fuck. And that was too much. And that's when you just go. And there we are. Okay, there's a lot of water on this mood mat. It's just fine. God damn, that feels good. I'm sorry I just rubbed the mic again with my elbow or my shoulder. Hmm, I wonder if I should take a little out. It feels pretty awesome. I think once it caps on, I mean, it's going to be pretty much perfect water level. 
Maybe just a tiny bit. Yeah, just a drop. There we go. All right, let's warm this thing up. There's a lot of water on that move mat. Okay, there she is. Gotta clean this mouth a little bit. <clears throat> it's gonna be the last day of it today though. Close out this episode with this sweet little piece. Can't believe it, episode 51. Now it's starting to feel like I'm just kicking it with old friends. Feels good. Definitely a totally different vibe than the beginning, you know? I think my expectations have gotten lower for myself at this point. I'm like, it is what it is. You've said so much. You just, it is what it is. Just keep talking. Keep hanging out. But anytime, like, back in the day when I did hang out with people all the time, before I became a crazy hermit that just works himself into the ground, um, this is what I did. Friends would come over, they'd smoke, and we'd just talk and talk about crazy shit and just have fun conversations. It's one thing I love about, like, my trainer. It's like, at a certain point, I won't need her, but I might even just keep paying her every month just to, so I go talk to her for an hour and work out. So it's cool to, <clears throat> it's cool to hear other people's perspectives because on this podcast, it's just me talking, you know, like I'm sure there's points where you guys have something really cool you could say or like come, like come into the conversation with, but we're just not able to do that on here like that yet. And I say yet, cause I think the future is going to be wild for all different virtual and interaction shit with podcasts and stuff. That's why I want to build this platform for me and the people that want to support uh, Bear Mountain Studios because I think there might be really cool ways for us all to communicate and hang out in the future as well if, as long as we put that time and energy into this new platform. All right, getting that warmed up. Man, I don't even know what today's episode is about. Like, my wife on, like, Saturday night will be like, I need a description for this week's podcast. And I'll be like, I got to watch it tonight first before I get a description. I usually have to give it to her Sunday morning after I check it out Saturday night. Because I never know what the fuck I said. So I'm like, I got to watch this to make sure I can tell what this is about. What's going on. All right. Uh, let's see what we'll take a dab of here. Some banana would be good. Oh yeah, that's just smells like fresh bananas or banana runs. Yeah, real terpy. Some more solventless. This is from Laser Cat. I gotta hit up the homies though and get get some more of their terps. <clears throat> I think everybody's got terps again. Fuck, I'm sore. I hate stretching on the podcast, but I can't help it, guys. We're in my fucking house or in the studio. I gotta do it. Oh, I got it that time. That three click. Got it down. Okay, we're at like 570. So we got a couple seconds here before it's ready. Oh, it's going up. 580. Oh, glasses went down. Fuck. I am sorry, guys. I am honestly so fucking tired. I am working so much, but I am going to bed earlier than I used to. But I think something's happening. I'm about to turn 31 and I'm like, whoa, am I feeling a fatigue of sorts? Am I feeling some sort of like thing where it's like, hey, you are aging now. The, the telomere cells have stopped growing. They're now reducing and your cells are slowly dying and not regenerating. So you're getting more tired now. And I hope that sounds what's happening. It's 480. We're ready to take a dab. 
All right. Oh, there's a lot of water. Set the turbo meter in water. That's just fine. There we go. Some bananas. Ooh, she sounds like a fucking helicopter. That's cool. They're, they're all a little different. <laughs> they're all unique in their own way. <coughs> Chill, bro. Well. This sounds like a little chopper. Buttery smooth. Whoa. Wow. What an episode. That dab of banana was really something. Whoa, boy. All right. Well, now. Incredible flavor. But it can be a bit overwhelming at times. Well, oh man, I'm getting slapped from the inside from the turfs around my face. <clears throat> it's crazy. It's too much flavor, folks. It's almost like eating an entire bag of candy instantly vaporized into your face. All that flavor. It's like, oh, it's too much sometimes. Whoa. I'm having PTSD about flavor. It was too much turps. Turb overload. That banana. Wow. Okay. Well, what an episode. Don't forget to check out bmsglass.com and sign up for that newsletter so you can stay up to date with everything we're doing. Don't forget to follow our Instagrams. Paramount Studios, they did it. And now the WE Podcast, I'm starting to use that to connect with you guys. If you made it this far into the podcast, I really appreciate you. These are weird, crazy, but I have fun doing them, and I appreciate all you folks that support it. Um, man, I don't know what else to fucking say besides Terps. I have so so much. Well, this is the What's Bear Boy podcast. I don't inhale. I don't inhale. I just pretend. I'm not even stoned right now. I'm just sleepy. Hope you guys have a great day. Later, everybody.